Welcome to Cue the Dagger, brought to you in partnership with Inside the Rink. Inside the Rink is your one-stop shop for all NHL news, insight, and analysis. You can follow them on Twitter at Inside underscore the underscore rink. I'm your host, Clifton Ramey, and today we are bringing you a special episode of Cue the Dagger. Me and my co-host, Chase Buffia, have the first interview in Cue the Dagger history. It's a special guest. It's a person that me and Chase both have known for a while. His name's Luke Buffia. He's played a whole bunch of games in a whole bunch of different leagues. We'll be getting into that in just one second. But before that, we have a word from our sponsor, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year of live betting. Sign up for BETUS.com with promo code RINK for a 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK for your 125% signing bonus. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. Bet US. You bet, you win, you get paid. Bet US. And now it's time to jump in the interview with my good friend, Luke Buffia. All right, guys. Well, this is my first one of these, so bear with me a bit. But it's my pleasure to welcome to the show a player who played over 150 junior games, 170 NCAA D1 games, and 86 pro games. Uh, went to school at Western Michigan, the Florida boy, Luke Buffia. My brother, Luke, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Buzz? What's up? What's up? I think 170 NCAA games might be a little high, though. Well, We're elite, elite, elite prospects, prospects may right. have lied, but we'll live. Hundred, yeah, uh, I'll take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take what they <laughs> give you, all right? Uh, thanks for coming. Um, all right, so I just want to start out. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how, how we, how you started playing hockey, um, kind of from um, – when you started getting on the ice and, uh, and, and where you played youth at, and then um, kind of your journey to the, uh, to the East coast league. Yeah. So it all started out in Johnstown Um, started out many mites there. Love the game. Go every Saturday morning. Uh, Then we ended up moving down to Florida whenever we were seven, whenever I was seven. And, um, started playing down there and then that's how I met Cliffy uh yeah and then after a couple years of double A in Florida and made the transition to triple A got lucky with Brian Bradley ex-NHLer played for the Tampa his kid was a 96 birth year as well so I got fortunate there that he was the same age group because it was only the 96 triple A team no other age groups so then I was fortunate enough to play on that team, and we were on a plane once a month traveling to Boston, Minnesota, Detroit, everywhere, playing in tournaments once a month, playing against the best competition. At and our you guys are group. playing out of Florida, right? Yeah, so we, it was yes. only us and the Florida Everblades, really, but we would never even play them unless it's states or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so – I mean, traveling a lot to find competition, really, from from Florida at that time, right? It's definitely growing now um, with with the Tier 1 teams and the Florida Alliance are, are starting to make a showing. And, 
you got some of those boys getting drafted and stuff now too. So it's cool to see kind of where it came from. Right. Yeah. It's completely different from whenever we were young, uh, growing up playing hockey down in Florida, there's triple A teams all over there. Now I feel like compared to whenever I was at that age, it was only us and one other team max in in the state of Florida. We'd have to go on a three hour plane ride just to play a good, uh, get some good competition for us. Uh, so like just some of the tournaments and stuff that you got to go to from like, I know you went over to Sweden and you probably got to go to Pee Wee Quebec. Where, how are those tournaments and what were some of those tournaments that you got to attend with the advantage of being in the AAA team there? Yeah, man, it was once in a lifetime. Um, getting the opportunity to go play over in Sweden, Iceland, Czech Republic, playing for select teams, um, getting selected for that. That was a real honor. That was uh, um, USA Hockey, uh, the USA Hockey Development Camps, right? No, so um, I don't, I'm sure they still do it, but it is the East Coast Selects. So it's this, it's mainly a summer tournament team and, uh, they go out and scout the best talent at that age group and put together teams for different tournaments throughout the summer just to keep you uh, keep you in the game, keep you at that speed. Um, so yeah, you so used got, to be a top draft pick, huh? Yeah, once upon a time. <laughs> once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. Um, so, yeah, I got to go over to uh, Iceland. was really cool. Sweden actually got food poisoning there um we we would eat at cafeterias like school cafeterias for our lunches sometimes and some of the i think just so wait a minute so you guys just so they just took like they took a bunch of american hockey player kids over to where were you at Sweden. Yeah, North, there was North America, so America and can it was Americans and Canadians. Okay. Yeah, Sweden. We went to Iceland for like, and you guys six, are just chilling in these cafeterias, eating their yeah. like what? Yeah, so we literally just walked into this cafeteria in Sweden while these kids were in the middle of their school day, and it must <laughs> like we paid a base fee to travel over there, so it was all included in our fee, and that was just. The they said, "Don't worry, we'll day. get them the best food ever." Yeah, here right? is a school so, lunch. <laughs> yeah, so I remember being, uh, waiting. Good. One of the tournament games in Sweden, there was like four or five of us just laying outside. It was a nice summer day in Sweden, and we were just laying in a big open field, puking everywhere. <laughs> how old were you? How how old were you when you guys did this? When was that? I feel like that was eighth grade year, maybe. So I was only like was 12 that 13? 13. Yeah, I was only, yeah. I was They're not quite young. old enough for people to be thinking, oh, these guys are just boozing and yakking yeah. outside their own. No, and the, yeah, none of that. I would, not yet. Only maybe a year or two later, and then I would have had it. <laughs> Mom's going to listen to this. Oh, buddy. <laughs> we're, we're airing it all out. Sorry, Mom. Don't worry. Just wait. Oh, there's more to apologize for. Don't worry. So, uh, yeah, so that time, was awesome. So through your time coming up, who would say, like, at each individual level, like, which coaches had the most impact on you on and off the ice, not just hockey-wise, but in general? Yeah, uh, no, that's 
Like, I want to know from each level too, right? Like, I want to know you because I know all your coaches, right? So, like, me and Cliff, you know all your coaches. So, like, I want to know your favorite youth coach. I want you to sewer your least favorite youth coach. Maybe it's dad. And then I want Mm. you to do uh, same thing with junior and pro. College, we can uh... skip because – Andy That's Murray. We all know it was Andy Murray, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Andy. I mean, Andy Murray knew the game, knew what knew what to expect from his guys, but off the ice, I didn't agree with a lot of his stuff. No facial hair, no long hair, hats yeah. forward. Yeah, only uh, have to wear Western gear. Yeah. But um for I hear first, coaches, I heard their new guy's a, a stud. I heard yeah, he's beauty. night and day from Murray yeah. to Firstweiler. First is a yeah. great dude. But and he also coached five years in the NHL recently, so he he knows yeah. not. But anyways, uh, youth, I would say Andy Day, definitely oh, my yeah. he had the biggest impact. Logan's in uh, Logan is in uh, Hershey. He's in the A. Yeah, with, he's in the yeah, A. He's there with good. yeah yeah. He's doing really good. Um, he's always skilled, always skilled player. Had oh, great man. hands. Yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, I still talk to Dave at least a couple times a year. Um, and then uh, juniors. Juniors. Yeah, don't I would, make it sound I, so forced. Well, I'm trying to think of, I only had two coaches in juniors and they were both. Oh, it shouldn't be hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I assistant coaches like, count too, though, right? Maybe oh, it was okay. a trainer. Maybe it was an assistant yeah, coach. Chopper, maybe it was. Cody Chupp, he's a, he's a head coach in the USHL. Now he was an assistant in green Bay. He was a great, Great dude, always around the guys, bum and chews off of us in juniors or yeah, yeah, eighteen when you're eighteen and older, of course. Yeah, right. But um, (laughs) uh, and then you had um, in Texas, I had uh, why am I blank? Coombs, I had Coombsy there. He was, he was definitely the hardest on, like hardest of the coaches in practice wise. Like I've never gotten bag skated more in a year than in (laughs) Texas. We, like we got right uh, we, yeah, shit. Um, but we played so in Texas, it was two hours was the Corpus Christi. That was our closest bus ride. And then after that, it was about eight hours more. And uh, we were playing in Odessa, Santa Friday night, then back home Saturday against Lone Star. And Odessa was the worst team in the league. Go to Odessa, get shit pumped. Like didn't, wasn't even in, we weren't in the game on the bus home, no phones, no, no, it was complete silence. Like Coombsy would be the guy to freak out if he heard peeps on the bus and then, uh, get home at 6am into our rink in, uh, Rio and Coombsy comes in the locker room and says, all right, get your shit on all of our gear soaking wet <laughs> Go out at six 30 in the morning for an hour bag skate on Saturday game day. Uh, no pucks, just straight bagger for an hour go uh then we go home nap or whatever and then show up and i think we actually won that game luckily oh, but um uh, <laughs> yeah bag skated every yeah. morning yeah. yeah seriously yeah don't make it look too good don't make it look like it worked yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that um, was yeah we always got back skated there that's funny i gotta ask how did it feel to have one goal a year for five years i mean that's got to be close to a record not doing too much just golfing just low score wins or what are we yeah i was gonna i mean it's 
I don't know. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. I was going to say pretty impressive. That's every time uh, people ask if I'm a goal scorer, I say, no, I'm just good for one a year. (laughs) Well, you are a goal scorer. Just one. I am a goal scorer. (laughs) You were spot on. on. Yeah. Um, I like to overdo it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not too much. You look at your career from 13, 14 on, you only had two seasons where you didn't score one goal. Both of those, you had three, though. Oh, yeah. It was overachiever those First or years. third, baby. First or yeah. third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't man. like the spotlight because whenever it went in, I didn't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a breakaway, forget to shoot. I hate yeah. when that happens. Oh, man, it's the worst. Uh, so, so tell, tell everyone a little bit about, uh, the kind of player you were and, and who you modeled your game after, like maybe a pro you looked up to as a kid. Um, and then maybe a, a pro that you, you really, he, his game models your game or, or vice versa, I guess, depending on if he's an NHL guy. Um, yeah. Uh, so my game was more stay at home D um mixed with a little two-way like a little offense younger earlier on and then I would say not too much but just a little just just give them enough and that's whenever I got like triple A I was all off like I would call myself an offensive defenseman and then transition to my first year junior I got a find whatever will get me in the lineup and did uh, did it seem did it seem like uh you had to change your game because it like so like you're saying, you went from, you know, an offensive defenseman to really in the long run, a, a stay at home D man that, that, you know, eats pucks and makes simple, consistent plays and takes care of the puck. Uh, we we're talking earlier in the show about um, what these prospects have to do to get to the NHL, what these coaches want to see from them. And so it's really, you have to adjust any role that it takes to make it right. So you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it had to get uglier and simpler and then all of a sudden you're throwing fights in there, right? You had, you had enough to, to say that you can hold your own. So um, tell us a little bit just about that transition and, and kind of what you had to do or what you felt you had to do to, to play at that highest level. And uh all that fun stuff. And if I could yeah. jump in there, uh, yeah. if you could go back and redo it, would you have played a more offensive oh, Cl- game? Cliffy, I, I'll tell you what, Luke, I, I tell people all the time, our dad raised us on, we are not danglers. If there's somebody on you, you should have already moved the puck. Like, And it was that old school, but Luke and I grew up in the, the new school of when he went and played with Bradley's team, you could see all the kids who were starting to play skill games. And you just, from when we moved to Florida and tell me if I'm wrong, but when we moved to Florida, we saw the, the swing in the game because down here it was all skill teaching skill and right. kids playing skill games. And I think that definitely hindered us too a little because we were a little late to the show. I think now Luke may be a little different because he got to play with those top teams from younger. So he still got that training, but I, I think it definitely, we always had the blue collar, right? And yeah, no, for sure. Hard. And and that's like triple a with in Florida, we would practice, at, we would do 
three-hour practices every weekend because guys would drive in from Jacksonville, Miami, drive four hours to the rink to practice on the weekend. Um, and we would literally dedicate a whole hour to hour and a half just on power play. Um, but that's – and then on to Cliffy's question, I do think about – well, I, I did – I have thought of it. Like, what if I didn't go to the Nall and – stayed in Pittsburgh for another year of U18 trip way, like maybe I would have progressed as a more skilled, uh, skilled player because in Pittsburgh too, I, I was the, the quarterback on the power play there. So, but then whenever, but nonetheless, to, but you had a, you had a great, no, I, I, I would do it all the same. Oh, I would yeah. do it all the yeah. same again if I had yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. But, um, whenever I was in Texas, I got, to the team there as a 17 18 year old and this is the nahl like, right the null yeah in the null yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, i had talks with coon play my offensive game and um he wanted me to he's the one who kind of transitioned me into that defensive mindset where yeah. he just wanted me to be a solid d man make that good first pass and just be a be a bitch to play against pretty much yeah and uh and that's where I think back. Like if I would have stayed U18 AAA, maybe I would have continued on as the skill guy and then go into Green Bay, maybe as a power play guy. But um, I embraced it. I loved being that stay at home, eating pucks. Like eating pucks was scoring goals for me. Like the more blocks I got, the more I, I got energy during the game. Yeah, um, no doubt. So, um, so we go a little bit from there into, into uh, the, the fighting, right? You've had your fair share of fights from, uh, from, uh, from junior uh, to pro um, and uh, faced some, some pretty tough guys and, and held your own and, and seemed to always kind of stick up for your teammates um, and, and you're just that guy, right? Just all the, all the tough details that it sucks to do, but the, the toughest to play against do. Um, did you get nervous about fights? Like, were you to the point that you ever were showing up and you know you were going a guy that night? Or were you kind of just all natural? Uh, if, it, if it happened, it happened for, for you know, within. Yes. Uh, if it, so I had a point. I would say that varied year to year because so actually my first game in the Nall, my first junior game ever, I had to wear a cage because I wasn't even 18 yet. And then all you had to be over 18 to wear a visor. And uh, I actually got in a fight my first game with a cage on. I got some punches in the guy. The guy's the one who the other guy initiated it. So he was he was willing to fight a guy with a cage like an idiot. Um <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> so you just got him helmet stayed on, just pumped this kid because he couldn't hit you in the face. Yeah, exactly. Well, then, if you, uh, yeah, if you want it, buddy, like, you're right. I got a He's the now. idiot. <laughs> but and then, so I got. I think I might have gotten a handful in in the null. And then, um, my first year in Green Bay uh, in the USHL was six fights, and then every game after that, you got a game this or a game, yeah, a game suspension. So we were the second worst team in the league my first year in the Green Bay. So towards the end of the year, if I wanted to get out of the game early, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'm going into the third period. Like, and it was a 15 minute because it's a five and a 10 minute in the juniors. And 
So, like, if I want to get out of the game early, I'm fighting at 14.59, getting my gear off early for that night. See, it was off. Yeah. I'll leave the showers up. Get the warm yeah. water. Oh, right? man. And then uh, the transition into uh, – and then the second year, I, I don't think I fought as much because we were way better that year. But um, And then you go to college, can't fight there. And then go back to pros where you can fight. Then is my confidence was at an all-time low for fighting going into the coast because I haven't fought in four years. But then what, and then I didn't, I maybe only fought once or twice my first year. And then I probably, I don't maybe four my last year in the coast. And, and that was another thing, like one of the guys and whenever I was in Newfoundland, uh, my D partner got blue blown up at center ice. So I just, and I literally just, stepped on the ice saw my d partner get dummied at center ice so i literally skated straight from the bench dropped my gloves by the blue line and was fighting this guy at center <laughs> ice and uh and i got some good licks in on him and then after the game on the bus ride uh to wherever we were going next my d partner handed me 20 bucks he's like thanks for sticking up for me oh, <laughs> that. what a beauty oh man i love that so did, did fighting ever, like, did you, I'm curious, right? Did, did you ever get nervous going in? Um, so yeah, my junior days, I was definitely more psycho and not thinking about my body, just willing to go out there and drop the gloves with anybody. Yeah. So I was leaving my college days going into pros and a little more wise and a little more cautious of my body, putting it out in line, but so I a little was, more mature, less filled with piss yeah, and vinegar. So I, and, uh, yeah, I wasn't. Turn into a mush head. Yeah. No, exactly. So I, college I knew, does do good for some people. Yeah, some. That's the key word, some. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I uh, definitely wasn't throwing it out there in pros as much. Yeah. So uh, one last question before we let you go here. Uh, what are you doing now that you aren't playing anymore? Are you doing any coaching, all that? And then obviously I know you're a pilot, so kind of just jump into all of the mixture of the three for the last question we have you here. Yeah, so that uh, now that I'm done with hockey, I'm back at Western finishing up my flying hours. I was my flight science major at Western, and uh, so that's another reason why. Uh, Is that I fancy for pilot? Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to school to be a pilot. But um, do all pilots have to do that? Yeah. Well, no. There's two different. You can do that, or you can just go to a, a small airport and build your hours that way. But you have to get 1,500 hours if you don't go to a university compared uh, to a thousand hours if you go to university. But um, so yeah, that was another factor on why I cut my why i retired this past year because i could have kept playing um retired, retired. you're yeah, like your old bud get out of here yeah. you ain't old yet so um but yeah i'm back at school now finishing up my hours living uh, in kalamazoo now i'm i also am coaching with the youth organization i was gonna skate you're skating right yeah, so I'm doing that. Also, just started refing, just making some part time money right now. It's not too bad compared to working at a Chipotle or something, getting making double or triple what I make there. So, but just because obviously I'm in in the youth stuff too. Have you had any horror stories with parents yet as a ref? And that 
Oh, no, no. Luckily, I've only done one youth game, and I didn't call penalties. So I've I'm only <laughs> only done one of those, and it's only are you? Week, so I only have to worry about guys like Cliffy out there running his oh, mouth yeah. the whole game. Are Are you up for sale? Can coaches pay you off for two calls? I mean, I'll, I'll, I won't say that on here, but I'll, they got, <laughs> I'll, I'll give them my phone. I'll number. take a I'll beer. Give my phone I'll take number. a beer. Yeah, I'll take a beer. Yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> last thing before you go, I've got some rapid fire. So uh, just uh, as they come, let them rip. Oreos, chips, ahoy, sugar cookies. Oreos. Uh, favorite dessert. Um, cookie dough ice cream. If you were a superhero, who would you be? And if you were, uh, who would your sidekick be? And it can be a villain too. Like, but if you were like a super thing, what would it be? And who would your sidekick be? It can be real or make believe. Uh, I would definitely be Thor. And my sidekick. I don't know. The Hulk, Batman, be badass. Yeah, the Hulk would be good too. Yeah, Batman would be cool. Yeah. Pitch flies. Beer, yeah. wine, or liquor? Wine. I'm on the wine grind right now. Wine grind? Yeah, nice yeah. red wine with some yeah. steak. Mom's mashed potatoes. Oh. Thanks for coming. Yes. Uh, that'll lead me into this favorite meal mom made. She made so many good meals, but Hell I love cook. Sopa de tia. Great Saint. cook. Saint Gretchen, Gretchen before shout out oh, Saint. Uh, shout out to Mama G. Yep, ugliest brother. I would go with the guy asking me that question. Yeah, yeah, fair. yeah. I'll I'll definitely eat that. It's yeah. the nose. Nose is tough. We, we definitely fixed you your face grow. for you a little bit growing up, but yeah, it didn't help you that much. No, no. Uh, five, if you had five shootout shooters, uh, five shootout uh, shooter shootout. Uh, of players that you played, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. That you played with growing up. So one from youth, one from junior, one from pro, one from college, and the extra. Uh, we'll just do four. Uh, who would the shooters be? No, we'll go five. Give us an NHL player. Yeah. Okay. Um, go with Trey Bradley from youth, and then uh, one of the Paling twins from uh, Green Bay. Yeah. And then uh, definitely Wade Allison. Yep. From Stunt college. Uh, and then Zach O'Brien from Newfoundland. He was probably yeah. the most smooth hands. Yeah, but he was in, un, unfair in the coast. But then, living yeah. in Newf, we're going to get into that next time. And then, uh, any yeah. NHLer, who would it be in their prime? Oh, I do. Like that's that. Souk, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Dad yeah, yeah, yeah. You're banned on the podcast. Yeah, just got kicked off. He's the mom's, first one that came to mind. Mom, mom's gonna love this one. How many times did you sneak out in high school? Oh, too many times. And I, <laughs> I think I got caught every time I did it too. <laughs> yeah, we always. They're no dummies. No, um, Mom, I'm just many... gonna leave the window open. It's a nice night out. Yeah, I swear that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, favorite, um, oh, how many hours per week did you play video games in college? I want an honest answer. <laughs> oh, that's Cliffy probably has it time. Gaming career play or 
it's peaked is there are you yeah, still gaming career peaked in your hockey yeah i'm career, still gaming so. but not as much what are you gaming what do you did still for I'm everyone out there right i'm now. the youngest mm. i don't game and my two older brothers both game all the time what are you gaming yeah. now what's the what's the cool kids playing the apex is the cool kids game no, but there's the, oh I, I still don't play as much now, i've been messing around with my flight sim if anything lately now yeah, i'm good. a full-time student Subtle, subtle, subtle bump. <laughs> it's um, weird not not having hockey. It is. Fa- yeah. Oh, yeah. Favorite jersey you ever got to wear? Can be a special. Ooh, probably. Home. Well, so Green Bay, we would do a veterans game every year, and we would have cool helmets that they would put like these full stickers on the helmet and I got a cool USA stars and stripes helmet from green Bay. And then, um, I would say my St. Patrick's day Jersey from Newfoundland. I actually bought that one. That's like the only Jersey I've ever bought of my own. Um, so that, and I have that one now. Wait a minute. You have to buy it. They don't just, well, it was, they were auctioning them off. And so I had to like, I'll bid it. Like there was, they were, I don't know what they were doing. Did they the make you bid or did they say, Hey, if you want it, pay us this much, if not win it in the bid or did yeah, they just make no, you, you bid? had to win it. You had to win it. You had to bid. Stop yeah. dude. Welcome yeah, to dude. the East coast. Yeah, hockey all, league. They, and that's people bidding. They bid me up like 50 bucks more than I needed to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. we ain't making that much right there. So and that, yeah, so that I, 50 that bucks was, matters. I was just paying my next week's salary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unreal. Well, dude, uh, thanks for, thanks for, uh, coming on with us and, and, uh, what a pleasure it was for my first show and my first guest to be you, um, man, unreal. And, uh, obviously wish you the best in, in all the pro stuff. And, uh, next time you get on, dude, I still have, a page and a half that I didn't get to with you. Oh, so next time, yeah, next time we're going to put, we're, we're going to really open this thing up and, and uh, peel back some layers and get you in trouble. Hell yeah, boys. It was a pleasure. I got all day. Whenever you need me, I'll be yeah, there. Just, you're just a student. now. Hey, you're welcome on yeah. the dagger, whenever you want. You can come on as yeah. a guest. You can come on as an extra co-host. Doors always welcome to you, hey, sir. I appreciate it, boys. All right, everybody. Thanks for having me. Love you guys. See ya.